All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. Looking for a high-quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American-based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. Extremescoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops.com Hey boys and girls, we are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing review from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. chocolate ship shape, and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of meat in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at SW Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one on one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, Arr. contact Chuck at SW Shooter and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I pass rum, not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, 
violent binges of cabin fever and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, the fine print's out of the way. It's time to roll with the show. We're back. We're live. Once again, you are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound Metal Detecting and Church Earning Radio for all the really cool digging people out there. And as I look into the chat, I see that Ian's in, Chris, the Bortners, Bill, Jason, um, Mike, Dave. Uh, it's been, it's been, uh, oh, just got the mowing done. Ready for a break then. <laughs> I didn't have to do any, any mowing today. I got plenty to get, plenty to get done tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Nice, Mike. Everyone ready to be stumped by Josh. Well, uh, so Mike has seen the video. <laughs> seen what was going on Friday, anyway. I've, uh, I've got to get back to that, too, actually. Um, but, when I do get back to that, uh, it's been very dry there's mark and chuck it's been very dry and i've been telling people you know obviously you all know when it's dry like this uh probably shouldn't be digging in your local parks or private permissions you know like a a maintained lawn or something like that and friday we ripped out a tree stump and even though things have been dry, you can guarantee I'm taking a detector over that ground. That tree stump has been there a long time. Who knows what could be under it. So we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, we'll see. But... <clears throat> Until then, I see that there are quite a few people in the chat. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chuck said he thought it was dry there until he went to Missouri, and it's even worse there, and that's that's the way it is. Um. <laughs> Something ain't right with that, Phil. Something ain't right with that at all. Uh, hey, hopefully, though, uh, you had what you liked, so, who knows, who knows, oh, well, they're getting rain in Florida, so, I don't know, we're getting, we're getting a little bit, but it's, it's not enough. And thankfully, at least it's not storms. We need a good soaking rain. So anyway, 
enough with trying to follow the chat. Uh, our links in the chat and the description. Our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, AIP, Extreme Scoops, Detectives, The Ring Finders, Nook, the website. Uh, Terry Shannon's website, Midwest Refineries website. We've also got the link in there for you Manacore users to the Manacore update uh, page where you can download the Manacore, the MineLab update utility tool software. And you have to, I, I will say that, you have to download two. They do have Mac and Windows support, so it doesn't matter if you're a Mac or PC user, you can update your Manicore, but you do have to download two separate files because there is an update utility for the Manicore and a separate update utility for the M105 headphones. I think that's what it was. For the wireless headphones. Uh, we've also got the links in there for Ohio Metal Detecting. Detect That Outdoors. All Metal Militia. Quarter Hoarder. Hopper Hoodlum. And Crazy Spider Adventures. If you're on the YouTube side of things, uh, check out Crazy Spider Adventures. He's been doing some... He, he's working on a series talking about different features of the Manicore or addressing different features that the Manicore update added. So he's been working on those. And then we've got... Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting Central Illinois, Illinois, Iowa, Treasure Hunters, The Relic Hunters, Detect Ed Outdoors, All Metal Militia, and Detect America, all on Facebook. If you're on the Facebook side of things, you can catch Frank, Stephen, Ronnie, Monday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, multicasting, Facebook, YouTube, Shelly and Dawn, Thursdays, 7 p.m. Eastern, is what I'll go with tonight, because I know last Thursday it was like, 7.30. So, 7 p.m. Eastern, simulcasting Facebook, YouTube. And I think that covers uh, all the links. Man, that is a mouthful to try and do. I don't know. What do you do? What do you do? But, uh, either way, Happy Father's Day to everyone. Uh, quite a few people dropping in, even though it is Father's Day. So, I guess it's a good thing we did go live tonight. And we've even got Chuck on with us. How is it going, Chuck? It's good. It's good. And, and Mark's complaining about the different headphones, of which I tend to agree with. Now, I could see if they would have just upgraded to one above what they previously had on the eight nine hundreds, um, that might have been all right. But now you got separate ones for the eight, six, seven, nine, and the Manicore. Right. Yeah it it makes for a lot of uh, 
a lot of cases and headphones and charging cables and things like that to try to keep organized oh, and keep yeah. track of and good grief. Uh, I don't know how some people do it. I mean, I know how I do it, but other people, it, we all have our own particular uh, madness of organization. And for right. you, wow, I really don't know how you do it because you've, you've got multiple chargers and headphones and cables and stuff like that yeah. to keep track of too. Yeah, and the other day I went, I had the headphones and the 900 with the older cable of 800 that doesn't work. So, oh, yeah. So, you know, it's difficult. So I put tags on them. Yeah, you about got to anymore. I mean, I I want to say I believe the headphones for the 800 I think are micro USB, and now the headphones for the uh, Manicore are USB C charging. Uh, yep. And I assume the same for the six or uh, the the 900. Uh, it's probably USB-C. Yes. So now you've got different cord ends as well. So now this charging cable that you may have used before for other, for, for multiple pairs, you may not be able to do that now. That's why when I opened the Manacore, I took the charging cable for the Manacore and the charging cable for the headphones and put directly in the headphone case thinking that is a great idea to keep track of everything. And then right. when MindLab issued a Manicore update, I'm going, crap, where'd I put that charging cable? That's right. And it was in the headphone case. So oh, to the rescue. ORH to the rescue, he still has uh, uh, something to say about it. Stop your complaining, it could be wired. Well, you can go back to wired and you can put... Uh, uh, Aquatex or uh, Threshers on them. That's right. Or you I, can run the wire. <laughs> they give you a spare, you know, that wire from the unit to the, to the headphones they supply when you don't have them charged correctly. Right. Yeah, I, I figured... Those are a pain. I figured ORH was just going to say, I don't know why everyone's belly aching. I just put batteries in my detector when they need it and plug the headphones in and go. Well, <laughs> anyway, but what y'all need to do, and I don't know if John's going to be on tonight. Um, Crazy's putting out a series on the updates, and they're very good. They're very definitive. They're ta he's taking you step by step through what you what you can do, what's added, and follow that. Get on uh, YouTube and watch John, and, and yeah. he's doing a pretty good job, and uh, it will help you a lot for you so, medical users out there. So far, so far from what I've seen, because uh, there there are a few people putting out videos about the update or or what the update may address and things like that. I haven't seen anyone put out an update on what the update for the headphones address. I'm not sure what the deal is there other than uh, there was some sort of update to the wireless of the man. A, a little short one on just the headphones. Good, good. 
because there there he's are defining what's being changed. He's working real hard and diligently with Clever Wilbus and my lab, and he puts out a. It's not a BS type thing, you know, where no. you're air testing and complaining. He's being straightforward and telling you what's being changed and how to address it and how to work with it. And not only is he doing that, he's he's showing people. Uh, like with the stabilizer or the ferrous indicator, he's showing people in field example of, you know, how do you get into this setting? How do you change this setting? What does this setting do? Here's an example, uh, like with the stabilizer, this is what a target would sound like, uh, you know, bent nail without the stabilizer this is what it sounds like with the stabilizer and the filter on or off and then there again goes through with the short run out on how to address why you're 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 sweeping and you come over let's say a piece of iron he shows you how to do that and then it's in black but you can turn on the red indicator right the ferrous indicator the fairest indication in color for the uh, uh, the numeral you get, and it tells you it's iron. Right. And, He's addressing uh, each issue, and it's each one he can. And I've been on the phone with him, and we've been talking, and, and uh, what he's doing, and it looks pretty good. He's doing a good job with it. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. They, they've been... He's actually went a little more in depth than right. what some of the other videos are and giving people in field examples and explaining, you know, this is a scenario where you may or may not want to use this setting. This is how to use it. This is, uh, you know, how to access it, activate it, anything like that. So for like Manicore users, well, I'll just tell everybody right now, flat out, pretty much, the update will not change anything for you as far as the learning curve, necessarily. It's right. it's not going to change the way anything sounds, nothing like that, for the most part. Anything to do with this update, you have right. to physically go in and activate that added feature to utilize it. That's right. So he's working at it. It's good. Pay attention, and it will help you. Hands down, it will help you. And Ian, Ian left us for ice cream. What? Come on. Well, you he's know, not, Ian's having not a pretty bring us Ian's having a pretty good day. He smoked some bacon chicken lollipops. He won a Simplex. So if he comes back from ice cream, make sure and congratulate him, folks. He he won a Simplex today. Up, Some, he's still on there. He said they want to know what kind of ice cream, and he goes to a local place. They make uh, all their own in-house, and that's good stuff. We got a guy in Clinton. Oh, Iowa, you can't North beat Texas. that. We got a place here like that. Yep, we do too, and that's that's good stuff. Oh yeah. Oh well. Yeah. We just aren't interesting enough to beat ice cream. Well, you know, you got to have priorities, and I don't know. Ice cream sounds pretty good to me right now. I kind of don't blame him right now. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, congratulations to Ian on winning a uh, Simplex in a Father's Day giveaway. Oh, sweet. Congrats. Yeah. Who so, had that? I'm not sure. I just oh. know that he won. 
That's good. That's good. So, and the new symptoms are, are finding their way in. The oh, if I remember the new setup, the, the WHP Pro or whatever it is, Simplex is going to be in short supply. The rest yeah, of them all I made think it. it's the um, yeah, because they've got what like the light, the WHP and the WHP Pro or something like that. Something like that. Yep. So Ultra. That's it. Yeah. Ultra. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mark put that up there. Well, Mark's staying, he's he's keeping his nose to the grindstone, staying pretty much up to snuff with all these different manufacturers. Yep. And there's, there's a lot of machines to keep track of right now. Just did one update here for a guy that bought one. And uh, the problem with me doing everybody's updates, I run Mac. And it, it works on Mac. Right. And so I just tell him, I said, you're on PC or Mac. And I tell him I'm running a Mac. I don't think it makes a difference on the update in any way, shape, or form. But I just want you to be aware. Maybe, who knows, how the terminology goes back and forth between the two with a Mac versus PC. Right. I don't think it affects anything as far as the update on the machine. It's just uh, the uh, potentially the drivers or the software that gets installed on the computer. Right. So, and that's another thing I guess I should mention for Manicore users that are updating, you have to have an internet connection to download the utility, the software, but after that you do not need a internet connection to update. Apparently it, it automatically downloads it and it's... Smooth as silk for an update. I mean, you... you uh, they take a little time. They don't do it in 30 seconds. They they take a little time to complete their updates. About five minutes on the headphones and ten on the detector. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, from start to finish for both of them, you're looking at about 15 minutes. Because uh, it takes about ten minutes for the detector, about five for the headphones. But that's for everything. And... And it'll flat out tell you on the screen, you know, uh, installation completed, you can close the program, unhook the device, and all of that. So it's it's very straightforward, easy to follow instructions. Uh, you could probably even get a monkey to do it. If you trust a monkey with that one real well. But most... Most of my customers already did it. I mean, they, you know, if I get somebody coming in new, I'll, uh, and I don't know when the new machines are going to be in and if they're already updated either. Right. Or the most, you know, the soonest shipment. I'm waiting on some. Right. So. Well, and, and that's the other beauty of it. I mean, you can just open up the, the Manicore update and connect the machine to it and even if you don't look to see what version you're running on the machine it'll automatically tell you on the screen whether or not you're up to date or whether an update is available and tell you what version you're running and what version the update is right 
But if you're going to update one, you have to update the other. And I think that's because of whatever update was in the wireless on the Mana Core. Because at one point, uh, I want to say about 45% through the installation of the Mana Core update. And, and for those who haven't done it yet, don't freak out when your screen goes blank. But about 45% in, your screen will go blank. And that's while it's installing whatever wireless update to the machine or or whatever it's doing right there and then it will come back on so your screen didn't die your detector's fine and then after that you have to run the headphone update and for me anyway i don't know if if this was different for other people but for me uh after running those updates i did have to pair the headphones to the machine again but that, uh, there again, that's pretty straightforward. Actually, they pair pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's very straightforward, uh, very simple. I mean, turn on and hold in your your wireless on the mana core, and it'll it'll give you a tone. It'll start flashing, indicating that it's in pairing mode. Take your headphones, turn them on, hold the power, continue to hold the power button in. You'll get a tone there indicating that it's in pairing mode, and then they'll sync right up. And I mean, it's all right, it's good, but the the Notka pairing is bang right now. No flashing, just bang. Right. It does very well. Oh, yeah. Not too bad at all, not too shabby. Oh, but I haven't got to run any of those yet, so we're going to see shortly. I've got a guy waiting on one here that's local. We're going to go out and fire it up when it comes in. And nice. Yeah, well, see if we can chip through this stuff. But we did get about a quarter inch of rain today, so maybe we'll get a little more tonight and after that it's not looking good it's going back to the 90s for about 10 straight days and not oh much boy. rain is called for oh boy by that time i'm open uh i'll be on some uh, beaches so we'll see what happens yeah <laughs> yeah there you go yeah i mean with as dry with as dry as it's been here i'm i'm giving some serious thought to uh when I go back to pick up my pile from tearing out that tree stump, I'm taking a detector over that. Yep. I wish they'd been around this morning locally. I didn't realize it was this weekend. I'd seen they were going to do it. The, the old government bridge in the Quad Cities, they blew it up. Whoa. They had it on the news. Wow. That would have been interesting to see. Yeah, you can you can find it. Just look up uh, WHBF TV4 in the Quad Cities. There's plenty of video on it. Nice. And that's a big span. That that thing, boy, when that thing hit, wow. Right, just kind of dropped uh, it all in exactly one shot. It was old, old I-74 bridge. They put built a new one in and. They've been taking a lot of it down, and then they the old uprights they blew that and the cross span over, and it uh, yeah made a pretty pretty big impact. 
Mm-hmm. I'll bet it did. All right. And I assume this is because they're doing away with it and building a new one or already have built a new, new one. one's up. Yep, the right. new one's up, running. Big six lane. Seems like was, they've been doing was, that. This one was put in 1932. Wow. That they took down. Seems like they've been doing that in a number of places across the country anymore. I know they just recently uh, had on the news here, I think they've got something like $28 million earmarked to uh, replace, repair, or do away with uh, defunct bridges here in the state of Ohio. Wow. So it sounds like it's going to be a pretty large, uh, pretty large scale project. Oh, but anyway, nope. The updates are out there, and and get it on your detector. It's not that difficult if you do have a PC or a Mac. Works very well. Tune in to John on his YouTube YouTube channel, and uh, he's doing a very good job at explaining what they are, how to access them, how to adjust them. Shows it full screen, and he's doing a good job with it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I got to say, I, I kind of, so far, I, I kind of like that uh, Ferris indicator. It It's just... It's not the the end all or the final word. It's just another tool in the toolbox. Right. So. Right. It seems right. like it should be fine. Yeah. And so far, I have not heard. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm pretty sure that Frank he's he's already ran the update i don't know how much time he's had to spend with it or anything but i have not heard any uh bad comments about the update or the performance of the machine after the update give them a week or so right well more about and you know how that goes anyway. There, There's going to be somebody, it could work flawlessly, and there's going to be somebody that has a complaint, or you should have added this, or something right. like that. I mean, they're, they're just, quite frankly, there is no end-all, be-all of detectors. Otherwise, we'd all be using them. That's right. So, and yes, Bill, I plan right. on checking the dirt from the roots of the the tree and everything that that's a big stump it's been there for some time i'm i'm going to i'm going to have to guess at least 75 years so yep who knows plus i got to check that area for rebar anyhow cuz i know i pulled uh three four four pieces out and Something just doesn't seem to match the pattern. I I think I'm missing a piece of rebar, and I'd rather find it with the machine than to stick my knee on it or my foot or my hand or something like that. Yeah, that would be a, <laughs> that would be a bad thing. Right, and I'm sure yep. that uh, 
because when when I go over to do that, uh, I will be taking the uh, manicure. Oh, and detecting the Heartland Good. has hit ten thousand members. Yes, I saw that just now. Yep, and he's giving away, I think, a simplex. And a couple other items. They got several things that they're giving out. Nice. Yeah. And and it is. It's a large group. That's that's one of the reasons why their events sell out so fast. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, when you've got, well, like for this last one, they had over nine thousand members, and when you've got uh, an event that has a cap of 200 people or something? 175, I think it was. Yeah, so it it sells out fast. It definitely does that. So, what? what, I hear that uh, Chuck had to cook supper. Yeah. Yeah. Phil had to buy his and I had to cook mine. (laughs) I see. So did we smoke or grill or? Well, we grilled. It was, it, we traveled back up out of Missouri today and tie, the window was short, so they got uh, brats. Ooh, that does Pots sound and good. dogs and baked beans. Jill does up, a, she made the baked beans. And uh, the infamous mac and cheese. Ah. Well, it doesn't sound well, like bad it, eating at all. Easy easy meal right right hey and when you when you're grilling like that who knows maybe you even get out the paper plates or something like that so you don't even have to do the dishes right uh let's see here let's see phil phil's talking about the hunt i wasn't so sure i didn't know exactly where that hunt was at but uh john went down ramoska Hmm. So, I see. Yeah, they had a club hunt somewhere. And Jason wants to know if you're getting ready for the gold nugget hunt in Nome. Mm, not this year. It's, I've already got a week, actually two weeks for next summer set aside. Uh, <clears throat> time allotment. I couldn't get myself and set up to do gnome this year next year i'll take a crew up and i have openings i haven't pushed it very hard yet but i will be uh literally they are picking up quite a bit more acreage to work and does work on it uh, yeah they're they're picking up all new ground they bought a claim down below them they're working that a little bit, but the reason why they bought that claim wasn't so much to detect it or do anything like that. They're going to put more camp, more camp on that lower claim, and they bought it at auction. And the equipment, the excavator, a couple dozers, a ute, that all went with the claim, and they bought it all. And they needed a dozer, and now they've got a, I don't know if it's a ten. Uh, cat that they can push these tailings and now they're cutting a deal with a rather large company that owns these claims down below 
to doze it and allow us to go in and detect them, and that'll be all next summer. So it sounds like for people who may be interested in a trip to Nome, they may want to get a hold of you pretty soon. Yep, because those, those spots may fill up fast. And, uh, uh, I've got a group here, and we'll see, and maybe a couple of the guys that went last time from Garrett are going to come along again. Nice. 773, you're live. Who do we have? It's me. It's John Ramoska. What's up, gentlemen? How are you? Happy Father's Day. Hi, John. How well, you doing, Happy brother? Father's Day, John. All right, all right. How are you doing? Happy Father's Thank you. Thank Day, you. sir. Yeah. We still got to get so you on one... the show to talk about DigFest, too. Oh, yeah, we do. Um, I was uh, going to get uh, back to you, and uh, maybe sometime this week, get back to you and make a date. All right. Um, I'm having a real bad uh, echo, like I was repeating, so do you think I should hang up and call back, or... Hmm, I don't know. It sounds fine on this end. Yeah, I just it's like repeating everything we're saying. <laughs> oh, do you okay. have your speakers turned off? Oh, yeah, you know what? Let me try that. Okay. You know what? That's why you're a smart guy. I forgot I still had you on. <laughs> I forgot I still had you on. Oh well, my gosh. That that's why they that's why they pay me the pennies. Of course. <laughs> the big pennies. Yes, I just real quick. I wanted to touch base on that that hunt down in Oakland, Illinois. Uh-huh. Yeah, that yeah. was that was with uh, Central Illinois Metal Detectors. Central. Uh, and yeah, so they're uh, it's not too far um, from the McLean County guys. I think it's like an hour farther southeast, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it was a nice little show up. I mean. Uh, Daryl Hall, not the uh, famous band guy, but the other mm. Daryl Hall. Not right. quite as good looking either. But so he and his wife Mindy created this club for down uh, down in their area, and they, you know it's very rural. And I and my video on Facebook, uh, I did what I did a live, and I was driving down there, and uh, I was like, I never even knew there was an Oakland, but apparently there is. And oh my goodness, is this this is like the land time forgot? I mean, the streets are still cobblestone. It's it's amazing. Wow, it's a beautiful old town. Yeah, it's. It's really stunning. Uh, so, yeah, so, you know, I went down there and he and Nikki uh, put his wife, Nikki, uh, put this thing together. Such a sweet woman. She cooked like an insane amount of burgers for like 12 people. And there, there were 12 people that showed up to hunt. And there was like maybe four or five others that were just supporting uh, Daryl and his wife. So this uh, was a pretty small was, hunt. It was very small. So he started his club back in, in uh, August of 2022. Okay. And, uh, so he came to our hunt. Uh, he, he joined our club and he never really came up, but he just joined it. And then uh, we started talking one day and I'm not like the, the, the be all end all on, on club, you know, creations. Um, I lucked out and took over our old club, revamped it. We went from 23 people that was going to, they were going to stop the club and we now have, uh, 89 active members of the 89 active it, within less than a year. Um, we have like 70 some that show up. We have five that are out of state that uh, come in from Ontario, Texas, uh, New Jersey, and uh, Wyoming. Wow. So, you know, we did a big thing. Yeah. And uh, in one of the conversations we were having, 
you know, he asked, he says, you know, how, how do I get this started out here? It's such a rural area. Well, our club, our whole thing with our club, one of our the items in our constitution for our club is that any club that needs help with anything, that, that's what we should do. We should back each other. It's not a contest. It's a club. It's a hobby. It's something right. that right. people it's that you not don't a competition. Know that exactly. You know, you meet these people, and you can be part of six clubs. It doesn't matter. The whole thing is, you know, and I, I base this kind of sort of on what Casey and Mindy, uh, I've talked to them before when I first took over the, our club, on my uh, metal detecting association. Uh, I was like, what, what is the magic that you do? Because I see so many people are drawn to you. And I said, the only thing I could really see is what I told them is this. It's a big push about family, which it is. And they're not fake about that. I, no. I really believe wholeheartedly that's exactly what they're about. You know, we're a club, so we have to watch, you know, how we do things because, you know, Big Brother's always watching. So there's certain things that you have to do. But the bottom line is we're a community. And for as many detectorists as there are, it's a very small community. But we're so spread out. I mean, you could have five in a state and you're still so spread out. We reached out. We're with uh, IVHRRA. We are with McLean County uh, Metal Detecting Club. Now the Central Illinois one, um, we, we came alongside them and, and they're restarting, uh, McLean County just restarted also. And we went to, uh, went to their hunt to support them and we all became members. And why not? Right. Right. Why not support the same guy? If the, if the, if they were in Indiana, I don't care. You know, it's a family. We got to, it, it, it's a hobby. Again, hobby, not a competition. If you find that gold coin before I do, God bless you. Because one day I'm going to get one. But I'm going right. to be happy for you that you found it. So what our thing is, our Constitution says that if if there's somebody that asks for help, which our club never did before, our old club was so self-contained. It, it was disgusting. Uh, it was bad. It was so sad. Like, they would see other people in parks, and they would, like, you know, they would give them a hard time. And you can't do that now. You know, so we, we went to McLean and, and our club donated, uh, a couple of, uh, silver halves, silver rounds, uh, uh, some coins to go on the ground to help them, you know, assist them. And then they asked for a little extra, the cup cover to cost us some stuff. And we're more than obliged to do that for them at, for the McLean County and they're growing as well. So that's a push for them. Anybody around that area, they're great. But getting back to nice. Hunt This Weekend, yeah, getting back to Hunt This Weekend, here's a guy who's extremely humble. He and his wife love metal detecting. And they're like, why not? Let's start a club. Why not? Right? So mm -hmm. he found there's so many people in that area, even though it's so rural, that there's people that like to do it. And, and he got about, like I said, there's about 10 or so people there. And, uh, Mark over, you're funny, but there's like 10 people there, but these people drove, I, I drove, I drove almost three hours, two hours and 48 minutes to get there to, to help them with this. No big deal. I wanted to do it. People are like, you're crazy. I'm like, no, this is what we need to do. And other people drove for an hour. Some people drove 15 minutes. Some people drove 45 minutes, but you gotta, you gotta be a friend to get a friend, get a friend. You gotta be a friend, right? 
So right. that that's what I like about <clears throat> that's what I like about Daryl and his wife. They're, they they did this. They they spent their own money, and there's a club. They're not doing any dues right now. Uh, everything was out of his pocket. So we went out there. It was his property, his seven acres of property. I got out there. I called him before I left. I said, Daryl, can we please help you? How can we help you? He said, John, just come on and help, help me, show me what to do, right, for this hunt. So I asked him, I said, well, if I'm going to do that, we're going to, the club is, our club is going to have to make some donations to you guys. So I'm not just going to come down there and do what to do. I could do that over the phone. And I want to <laughs> be part of your club, right? I mean, right. honestly, right? So, not patting yourself on the back, but right. I want to be a part of it. I want to get in on it. Right, and that's what we did. So we went down there. We gave them. Uh, we donated quite a bit of silver. Uh, we we gave them quite a bit of stuff for their raffle table. Uh, we did a fifty fifty, and uh, I I don't know I don't know how much uh, revenue they brought in with that, uh, but my assumption is that at least Daryl got his money back from out of pocket is just my assumption. And I'm sure whatever he got over that, they're already talking about buying silver for us. So we get them rolling. Right. And then that's nice choice. Yeah. That's a good yeah. job. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's all paying it forward, man, because you gotta, you have to, you have to, right. because this is, too many people are getting negative. They are seeing negative things about us as metal detectors. I read stuff on the internet. I mean, you can't believe everything you read, but like Mike, like Abraham Lincoln said, you can't believe everything you read on the internet. And that was a quote from Abraham Lincoln from uh, 1873, I think it was. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's to me, it's, it's, it's about family, man. It's about making that connection and making friends. It's about having some fun. Yeah, well, right. for sure. It's supposed to be a hobby. Bring everybody together. Take the kids out, the grandkids, and let's have a good time. And some of them get too wrapped up in it. Yeah, right. And not as a hobby anymore. It's right. Right. Crazy. Then, a, yeah, then comes the drama yeah, and anger management and all of that. It sounds like Mark's taking everyone out that's around <laughs> him, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, the, the thing is, like, you know, I mean, not, I don't, I see it once in a while. I mean, the only time it's a competition in my eyes is when it's a seated hunt and that yeah. horn blows, coils up, the horn blows, and you're gone. Right. Yep. And then you got the guy swinging like he's Bobby Hull or Stan Makita. He thinks he's doing yeah. the slap shots with the metal detector. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you got the guys digging six inches when it's on the top. You know, so what I've tried to do with hunts is. Learn a lesson a long time ago, make it a bigger field, give them time to get out and swing it, and everybody's got the kind of the same chance. There used to be a club in the Peoria area. All they did was travel seated hunts, and they liked the competition hunts. And I'm here to tell you, oh, I guess yeah. people go that fast in my life. And oh, yeah. then they competed amongst themselves who found the most of what was put in by that club. They mm -hmm. kept tally and that wow. kind of stuff whereas i'd rather have a laid-back hunt uh plenty of prizes everybody's got a chance to win them and open a big field up and cut them loose and if it takes them an hour and and you know they don't find it all if it takes them longer to stay in the field give them the time to stay out there 
Don't cut right. it off. And if I'm understanding exactly. this right, apparently the Bortners were at that hunt as well? They both were, yes. Uh, because it looks like uh, <laughs> Shannon won the 50-50 drawing and donated it back. Yes, she did. Very yes, she cool. Did. Good on you, very Shannon. Very cool. Yeah, that was very cool. I mean, they really, Daryl and his wife really went out all out for a first-time small get-together hunt. They did fantastic. The guy had seven acres. On a, so it was a natural and seeded. So, you know, we did natural first, and then we did the raffle because I had to leave early. Um, but I, I think they kind of petered out a little after I left because they did the seeded and it was so hot. But so, you were he was willing to let you stay. If you wanted to fish a metal detector at the same time, he didn't care. He has a nice little lake on his property. It was awesome. Wow. Was great. Very yeah, laid back great. then. Yeah. Yeah, it was on a... Yeah, like Phil says here in the chat, it's uh, on an old golf course green, and the digging was extremely, extremely e so easy. It was wow. very silty soil. Nice. It was great. And people were finding, I think Phil found a very, very small with his 800. It was a very, 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 very small um, spinner from uh, a fly from fishing. Ooh, I guess somebody lost it. Dude, it was so small, it was like the size of your pinky. Wow. Yeah, and it, he said it was screaming. And I, there's actually a photo of it on our webpage, on our Facebook page. I put oh. like 35 photos. I took, yeah. I, I, honestly, everybody had a great time. And it was simple. It was simple and easy. And he was all, you know, all nervous in the service. And I'm like, dude, you're jumping <laughs> on both feet. This is the best, man. This is the right? best way to do it. <clears throat> well, yeah, and that's great did. that you guys were able to come down and kind of pitch in and give him a hand too, because you've already kind of, you've been there, you've done that, you you've seen other events, you've put on your own event, you're you're putting on another one in September. So yes. he he was able to yeah. glean from your experience and ideas. Yeah, and I gleaned from somebody else that took the time to teach me because it's again community, right? That's how I look at it, you know, and. And I listen to people talk. I mean, I listen to you and Chuck. I, I, I listen to somebody. I mean, I don't know. Somebody's going to say something about me listening to Chuck, I'm sure, in the comments in about 10 seconds. But <laughs> I listen sure. to different, yeah, but I listen to different people. And, You're on yeah, your own. And, I, yeah. and, you know, and I watch some of these things on YouTube and I, and I see some of these ideas. And, I mean, we really, when we, re, when we revamped our club from Midwest Historical Research Society, that went from 1968, it, it died last year. I ended it, that name when I took over. We voted on it. We revamped the Constitution. We did everything brand new. And then from that, I started listening to other people, like the older guys in my club, Steve Cronwell, uh, Tommy Halleck, Gene Shernett, Jeff Hungerford. These guys have been in it to win it for a long time. And we could collaborate it together. And I think we did really well going from 22 people to 89 people in less than a year. I would say but, so. so. I think Absolutely. Was, I yeah. mean, I know there were a couple of the IMDA members at Swing Into Summer last year. And then, good grief, like five, six, maybe even ten of you guys uh, at DTH. Oh, for sure. For sure, and actually, they're making an appearance at our our hunt this year. 
with uh, Jeff. So it would be uh, Cindy, it'll be um, Casey, and they're bringing Evie and Jeff. So they're going to make an appearance. We open up a table for them. They want to come do whatever you got to do. Chuck, again, same to you. Yep. You want to get yourself a table there and, and promote. Oh, yeah, we'll be doing. there. Yeah. So, I again, just, you know. I like to promote it in the way I feel about it. I've had a good, good run at treasure hunting over many years and i want my customers and my friends to succeed i don't care where they bought their machine if they come to me and want help they get help and uh, the guys in the clubs and that i'll take time to help them out i was at the dth hunt i had people lined up hey this is broken this i can't do how do you do this i some of them i didn't even know and i'm just standing out there fixing stuff get oh, yeah. and go out and have and, fun and find and, stuff and not just for a few minutes, hours. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I, You know, I'll be honest, Chuck. I, I didn't hunt either. I was more busy talking to people about, because people, you know, they come like Phil. I didn't see Phil there, but Phil, when I saw him on Saturday, he's like, man, I know you were there. I saw you walking around. I kind of missed you. I'm like, yeah, I saw you too, because we never really met, but we talked so much on Facebook. You know, and that's, oh, that's a good okay. thing. Facebook is a great, is a great media to talk to people too. And, you know, I'm, I'm talking to people. I didn't even hunt that whole hunt. I, I think I went out for like 10 seconds on the seated hunt. And then some little boy comes up to me. He's like, Hey, can you, I, I, I can't, I can't detect. I, I don't know what I'm doing. So I spent my time with him, Steve Cronwell, another uh, member of ours for the kids hunt. He spent the whole time with the kids hunt. I mean, because that's, you know, again, that's what it's about. He helped right. this, Helping this other young man, and the father helped the daughter. And then he's like, hey, your son asked me if I could help him. Do you mind? The guy's like, dude, that would be awesome. And this kid found a lot of stuff. Ooh, you know, nice. And it, it's cool to do. That's I'll tell you what, though. If you ever take, take a Marine Lab teardrop washer and try to make a circle out of it, you better have something extremely sharp. Yeah, that was pretty creative. That yeah. was pretty creative. Goodness. I did hear about that. There there was a little bit of uh, MacGyver going on there. There was a lot of MacGyver. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I didn't cut my hand, though. I was lucky. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, I missed that. I missed that, that part. Don't but need yeah, to I have any injuries. I didn't need to take over. I'm sorry, I didn't, I'm, I'm talking over you, but I, because I'm trying not to be rude. I initially no, just fine. called to talk about this central Illinois, you know, thing, and I kind of talk kind of fast. I'm not trying to use your uh, time up, but them being Italian, I don't know when to stop talking, so you just have to tell me to shut up or mute me. That, you, know, you know. Nope. Hey, like you said before, we're all part of a community, right? Right. Absolutely. And yep, absolutely. Yep this year again and and frank will be with me and i don't know oh, if john is going to be available to run over with us or not at this time and uh we'll be hanging with you that was fun said we could yeah yeah it was a good time it really was a good time and we, we enjoyed having everybody there it was a lot of fun um i wish silver would go down back down for that price it was but yeah we're talking yeah, about was hanging up in that 24 range yeah, we're we're still we're still chugging along. We're we're it's still it's not going to be it's going to be more coins, 
and uh, it's going to be more just as much uh, fun, but it's going to be uh, not as much fun for us to try to track these people that are willing to sell them at a little lesser rate so we can, you know, take it easy on our budget a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Well, and I... I mean, obviously, since this hunt had just happened, you probably haven't heard much from Daryl, but uh, the way it sounds, this was his first. You guys went down and helped him out and everything, and that was all cool. Does he plan on doing it again next year? Actually, he is. Uh, nice. We discussed about, yeah, we discussed that, and his big thing was, like, he asked, he says, you know, I got more people but they're farther away. You know, how do I get them to come here? And I said, well, sometimes have detector will travel. Right. You know, you got to go, hey, listen, you're about an hour from us. Let's meet somewhere in the middle. Let's well, get a hold of them. Tell them to call in. in. Tell them to call in, yeah. and, and uh, we'll, we'll get the, the word out. And right. Or tell him to shoot me a message, and we'll uh, sure. get something set up and have a show with him. Think about if there's a campground nearby, uh, lodging in the area, uh, that kind of stuff for people. Because people like to go to these things uh, in a huge way, and, and it's a social event. And they yeah. want to meet other yeah. people with like interests and have some fun and uh, network a little bit and uh we could have a right. good time. I know. I'll be honest, though. I'll be honest. I don't know if he'll be able to do, like, you know, the silver seated and all that stuff. Because, again, he's just starting out. Right. It, it's I small. I get you know, you got to crawl before you run. you got to walk before you run. That's right. Right. So you find a park and you say, hey, everybody, this is where we're going. Let's just go and have it'll be an open Maybe hunt. he wants to keep it down to a manageable size, too. You just don't know. Um, sometimes, uh, when you get the bigger events going and, 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 uh, you're starting to pull in people from all over the country, it gets a little more difficult. Start, yeah. 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 I think he's more willing. I think he's more interested in like, let's, let's make it to 25. Let's make it to 30 people. Let's build up his club with yep. numbers. And, and hey, there's a farmer that said we can go hunt this property. Everybody meet at this property, bring your own lunch, bring your own water. And we're just yep, going right. to have fun and meet and talk. Yeah, exactly. We're that's, just that's we're going to get together, and this is a natural hunt, and we'll just yes. we'll have some yes. fun, see what that's people more can find, and do some socializing. Yeah, for sure, and that's that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to network himself out that so everybody travels select. Because one day we're going to be by your town, the next time we may be an hour from your town, or an yep. hour twenty minutes from your town. It doesn't matter because you're in such a rural area. I mean, my God, I, if I had a nickel for every corn stalk I saw after I got <laughs> old, 57, Jesus, you can afford plenty of silver. Well, oh my gosh, I could buy 15 mana cores and, and add funds for the rest of my life. Right? Yeah, with uh, nothing but well, the ghetto. The first time he came out to the INI hunt, he said, Well, what's out there? I said, Corn. Right. <laughs> yep. Hey, yeah, Fields. Corn. That's Fields. funny. Beans. Yeah. Maybe some potatoes. Yeah. For miles. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, like I miles. tell people around Beans here. It's Disneyland for cows. It's corn. That's it. Mm. Yep. Yeah, exactly. 
You just, and, and that's the thing too. Sometimes people are interested in these little hunts like that, mm-hmm. natural or otherwise, hey, just because it gives them a different scenery. Exactly. McLean County, Kevin Connell, we went down there to promote our, our September hunt last year. Mm. We went down there, we met these guys, great bunch of guys, got along with them, awesome. Talked to each other on Facebook, asked him questions, he asked me questions, or, you know, we're doing club stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then the next thing you know, I get a, a message from him, it's like, hey, you and Steve want to come down and there's, there's a, there's a property here that used to have a, a, a town on it before, uh, I don't want to say the town because I don't want to, like, right. whatever, I'll say it, Pittsville. Before Pittsville was Pittsville, there was a town in this field here. Nice. And the farmers tore down the wood. Two owners ago, now this guy's letting us hunt it. Do you want to come? I, I was already out the door when he says, do you want to? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, going, are you, you know kidding me? My gear's already in the vehicle. Let's go. I'm out of here. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's kind of like, that's what he wants to do. He wants to be able to do that. I know he's hooking up with McLean. I have to introduce him yet to Chester at IVHRA because they're all kind of in the same vicinity, right? So you can have your own club, but you can be a member of more than one club and still have fun and network and go yeah. out and do natural hunts for nothing. And these yeah, guys exactly. at, at McLean, they did a great, McLean County did a great hunt. I just want to say that. They mm. did this hunt. It was on, it was like this forest preserve thing next to this water filtration plant that didn't even look like a filtration plant. It was just done up so nice. There was this huge man-made lake. We were off on the side. It was 89 degrees. They picked the best spot because it was all shade. And we had four hunts, and it was fun. And there was about 22 of us, 26 of us there. It was awesome. I know. I've told people many times because, you know, like you said, Facebook is a great way to to network and get to talk to different people and stuff like that. And I've told a number of people, you know, hey, you get into my neck of the woods sometime. Look me up. I'll try to get you on a spot and we can do a little bit of hunting. Oh, for sure. For sure. But I, I, I just wanted to get in and say that. And of course, I talked for 26 minutes. It, I probably ruined your show. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to jump off. No, 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 no. I took, I took, we, we I like took you guys fun. calling in. That's, and that's part of the fun. I we love to hear time. about these hunts. Great. It was great. It was a little hunt, you know. And, man, reach out to your small, reach out to your small clubs, man. Because yeah. they got good hunts, too. It just, you know, that's the, you know, it's that <clears throat> the big grandiose ones are nice. But sometimes the smaller ones here are a little bit more personable. Yeah, yep. see, and, and that's the thing that people should take away from something like this is it doesn't always have to be this large-scale event to go to. If there's a little one going on, go check it out. Yeah, yeah. So I went there. I, I made new friends. I made three new right. friends. That I was a record. Like, you know, oh, you're, <laughs> yeah, it's a record for me. Well, here's the thing, Chuck. <laughs> I only had to pay them half price. Instead of $10, I had to pay them 5 for the month. <laughs> <laughs> wow but yeah you know it's a deal right it was a, it right. Was a saturday morning deal but yeah. i had three new three new friends that i could you know i could contact with and bullshit with or oh, i can't sit down here sorry you know i'd have fun with and then you know <laughs> hey we're going over here are you interested or we're going over here are you want to come out there of course i do right? yeah like you said you never had. know sometimes it may get Strengthen. you to a permission or something that so, yeah exactly. you may not have known about so, and then you strengthen friendships. So Daryl and I, 
I, I believe uh, we became at a different level of friendship. I think went up a couple. I never met Phil, but God, I've been talking to Phil for two and a half years on Facebook and, and oh, Shannon. Oh, Phil I, and I'm, Shannon are just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about Phil. It's Shannon, cool. yeah. Phil kind of. Kind of. Phil kind of. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I <laughs> right? Look, I mean, seriously, we did. And, and we talked about all kinds of stuff. It was a great, it was great. Oh, yeah. uh, We got to meet Phil and Shannon last year at uh, the I&I Swing Into Summer, and we just had such a blast with them and everything that for DTH, we were all like, you know what? Let's just forget the hotel and everything. Let's all just go in on a and b And we had a blast. Wait a minute. You went on a half on a and b with Phil? Yeah. Did you lock your door? You we, hide your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> we well actually we we didn't go in half with them. We it was a three-way split. There was another person involved. If that doesn't sound a little strange. Oh, really? Well, you know what? Yeah, as long as there was no hot wax involved, we're all good. Yeah. No. Nope. Just just some illuminating <laughs> hair. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Which I Which, wanted to ask you. That was a I phenomenal picture, go. by the way, John. I liked the other photo that you had. I was surprised you didn't put it on. When you kind of had your head down and you kind of looked up at me and it looked like you were like um Predator. Oh, yeah. The glasses were glowing green. And yep. the was, that was bad. And I was like, why did he put that one on? I thought that one was the best one. But you know what? I liked it, though. It was fun. We had fun. It was great. Yeah, see, and and that was the thing. I mean, I didn't hunt. I I didn't do any hunting at all the entire weekend, other than maybe hunting for food. Uh, oh, for and, sure. And there again, you know, you did very little hunting yourself. Every everybody was just kind of having fun, you know, catching up with each other or getting to meet each other, uh, seeing old friends, making new friends, things like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So again, I don't set it all about to go, but I am I am gonna go. Thank you guys for having me on your show. All so right. Over talk. Hey, hey talk, nice yeah. have a great night. Hit oh, me yeah. up we'll sometime this week, and we'll get you scheduled to talk about Dig Fest too. Yes. Very good. Good night, right. everybody. We'll see you, buddy. Yeah, that's good. The. the uh, I I think I had mentioned it before, but the picture that was floating around of me at the night hunt with the the hair all lit up and everything, John Ramoska is the one that took that photo. Cool. So yeah, good good times, good times, definitely. And I know they're excited about Digfest too. And I don't I don't think I'm allowed to say any more about that necessarily other than people are going to want to continue to follow the IMDA and the evolution of DigFest because they we knew that they weren't stopping last year. Now here we are with DigFest 2 and all I'm going to say is it doesn't stop here. So it'll be interesting when they're ready to uh, discuss things like that uh, a little 
a little more and start promoting uh, some of the ideas that they're, I'm sure they're probably still kind of working with. Nothing's necessarily set entirely in stone yet, but I do know that uh, they're already, uh, like a lot of times with, say, Swing Into Summer or DTH, anything like that, the planning for the next event starts the day after the yes, previous event. You know, and so I and I is having a little little hunt July eighth. Yep. Down in the cities next year they're gonna do and they'll be back for twenty four. Must try to keep it there, no matter what or who else somewhere in the country. There's gonna be another hunt. You can't help that. There's hunts all the time every weekend out there. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Anymore so they are kind of just the way it is, up. and uh, go with the flow. Yeah. And I know and that uh, John is going to be back in Galesburg. Mm-hmm. Lake Story. That's what I was told. So, and I know that John and them—they, I mean, not only have they been planning for Digfest two here in September, obviously that kind of takes precedence for them right now, but they're already even looking forward to twenty four and right. beyond. Um, forward to 24 i'm going back up north uh things going on this summer kind of prevented that but uh next year might be alaska first and england next right i mean one one of these times you're you're gonna be going man you know where do i find time to squeeze aruba in there you go that's already planned (laughs) that has not been changed it is set up and i'm gonna go Right, and going, I ain't got to squeeze that in. That's set in stone. That's right. I, 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 I'm i going to hunt, but I don't have to stand out there all day and hunt. There's somewhere a toddy line, and I'm going to be in it. Yeah. Well, and that was one of the things that we saw, too, with Aruba, is that, you know, sure, you guys, you, you got out and did some hunting and everything, but that wasn't necessarily the primary goal. And you were enjoying the For food. Those that and, go out, they, they get up at six in the morning and they hunt until they drop dead every day. Right. And I kind of like that with Jill going and we do some other stuff. And, and, uh, that's part of it too. You know, in England, mm-hmm. that's getting a van. Get to the field by seven thirty, seven seven thirty, and we'll pick Hunt you up all at day. Four. Yep, yep. It's fun, and I don't mind that. But you know, yeah, there's more to it than just killing yourself in the field or in right. the beach. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and and you've even said this yourself for a while that you love going to these different events and doing these different things and setting up the booth and everything, but you may start doing a little more of just enjoying the events and not necessarily setting uh, up a booth. You know, going to the bigger hunts, the few three, four, five that I do, and then that's part of it. And I like helping people and I want people to succeed. And, uh, uh, my customers know this, and they work pretty well with me, and we get them going. And I've got some guys that just, oh, my God, killed it. And the others struggle a little bit. We get them going. We'll keep with them. Right. Yeah, sometimes it 
It takes a little bit, you know, some of them take to it like a duck to water and really knock it out. Uh, I know, like, yep. uh, early on with the release of the Manticore, you had a customer that they were just tearing it up. Yep. yep. And they still are. Right. So Doing very well. Several of them are. Mm-hmm. Frank it's, absolutely... Frank Juarez, absolutely, and Frank Lapagallo, too, fell in love with those manicores, and uh, they're doing doing bang-up with them. Oh, yeah, yeah, and uh, good grief, so lightweight. It's it, that That is a huge change from the CPX. That's a nice unit. It is. But let's take a look back at the 800, now the 900, and... You know, the changes and things coming down the pike, and now even a simplex is going to get up. They're adding so much more to it. it it's it's nice, and they're easy to set up, but still there's a little bit of a learning curve there. Yes, absolutely. And i got to say, I mean, the user navigation and everything of the Manticore, very straightforward, very easy to understand and utilize. Uh, especially if you're familiar with detectors or familiar with mine lab machines, I still don't think I would recommend it for a beginner, though. Well, I've got one guy that started with a manticore, and wow, that's putting him in the deep end. Started with a manticore, actually two now, and both of them have done very well. Uh, nice. Jumping into it at that level. I was concerned for them both, and I explained that to them. But yeah, that's, that's a what heck they of a jumping do, off and, point. Yep, and they're both they both found silver halves. They found seeds already, and I'm like, whoa. I I will good. say though, in in that respect, in light of that, I mean, just out of the box, you know, turn just it on and go. People are going to do okay with it. They they don't necessarily have to understand how to utilize those features, but without understanding how to utilize those features, they won't unlock the true potential of the performance of that machine. Right. I've got a gentleman, one of the two, who lives over near Anamosa, Iowa, and he's one of the places that I know <laughs> I've hunted over there have been just literally hunted. In the first afternoon, he had it uh, and felt he was comfortable doing what he was doing. He got three gold rings. Nice! Out of a park that just is hammered. And that was with a manticore. And it's like, well, you know, they have out-of-the-box performance. They like to tell you that. And he didn't do any major settings changes. Okay, so that was just out-of-the-box. Out of the box, he got three gold rings in the afternoon. He called me up. And that is phenomenal. He, he was so excited. Two ten carats and a fourteen. That is phenomenal. And but that's not a beach; that's a park. And like so, I said, you know, there um, there are some places. Go, oh, beginner's luck. Well, nah, yeah, maybe, but, maybe. Yeah, uh, and he called me up all excited, and he got a seated. What was it, 1877? 
Carson City? Dime the next time out and some other silver. And then he called me up all excited. He got his first silver half. It was a 64, but he got a silver half. Hey, it still counts. He so, ought to be thrilled. Hey, man, he's just been hammered. And, I mean, he's happy. Yeah, he ought to be thrilled. And like I said, there there are some places that I've got kind of picked out to uh, put the main core through its paces, but I've got to wait for <clears throat> the moisture to get back in the ground. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's been a problem here. Right. Because I've got a couple, I picked up a couple farms. And I can hunt the yards of these older homes, but I haven't done it. In fact, I got a call from a gentleman the other day that he gave me permission. When are you coming over when it gets undry? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you will not be happy with me. Yeah. If I come tear the yard up. He yeah. Said, okay. I don't want her. I said, if you, if we get an inch plus more rain and a couple good rains, then I'll be over. But right now, I'll just kill your yard. Right. Yep, I don't that's want that. The, the only digging I've done recently is just, like I said, taking care of that tree stump. And, and that was unavoidable. You were going to have to do some digging at that point and... Boy, a piranha will definitely do some serious damage to tree roots. Because mm. that was one heck of a stump I kind of heaved up out of there with a piranha. No. Yeah. Well, well Josh, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, I mean, good grief. Where did the time go? It went, didn't it? Yes, it did. It goes fast. And here I was all set up to to rib John to ask him if he had his Shooters and Prospectors shirt on. Yeah, well, he didn't, he didn't quite make it. Right. That's all right. That's he, all right. He's here in spirit, and he, he is doing a very good job with the videos. Hopefully he continues the good work. I'm sure he will. Yes, he is. So, anyway, y'all have a safe week. Safe, 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 safe week. And yeah. uh, get out if you can and find something. Right? Yep. So, well, you do the same and have a wonderful Father's Day. What's left well, of it? Well, thank you. And happy Father's Day to all of us out there. And uh, good talking with John tonight. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So take care, my friend. You do the same. All righty. Bye-bye. We'll see you. Well, that's, uh, it's, it's been quite an interesting show, definitely. Um, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> when we're talking Manicore, there's so many questions. There, there can be, uh, you know, and if I missed any in the chat, I apologize <clears throat> but uh obviously going forward these these are questions that can be answered uh you can always give us a call ask us uh check in with frank and and the guys over there at detect america i know frank's been putting the man of court through the paces too uh obviously 
Crazy Spider, Frank Juarez have been putting it through the paces. Frank Juarez is really liking the Manicore. He, he's, he's getting that thing dialed in. He's getting downright lethal with it, possibly. And that's the thing. Um, you know, you can unlock the true potential of the machine, the performance and everything when you understand what those settings do and what they're for. And that's where that machine, I've, I've said it before, that's where that machine will really shine in the field. And it will be a beast. And as more of them become available to people, it will be very interesting to see what turns up especially in those hunted out places uh for everyone else though it's it's been a fun show great to hear from john good call from john good great call from chuck great to see everyone in the chat taking a little bit of time out of their father's day weekend to join in with us and we wish everyone a happy father's day we gotta roll have a wonderful evening, everyone. We're out of here.